0: Hello friends, I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Leviticus chapter 16. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, who died when they approached the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Tell your brother Aaron that he is not to come whenever he chooses into the most holy place behind the curtain. In front of the atonement cover on the ark, or else he will die, for I will appear in the cloud over the atonement cover. This is how Aaron is to enter the most holy place. He must first bring a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He's to put on the sacred linen tunic with linen undergarments next to his body. He's to tie the linen sash around him and put on the linen turban. These are sacred garments so he must bathe himself with water before he puts them on. From the Israelite community, he is to take two male goats for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Aaron is to offer the bull for his own sin offering to make atonement for himself and his household. Then he's to take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He's to cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other for the scapegoat. Aaron shall bring the goat whose lot falls to the Lord and sacrifice it for a sin offering. But the goat chosen by Lot as the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to be used for making atonement by sending it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Aaron shall bring the bull for his own sin offering to make atonement for himself and his household, and he is to slaughter the bull for his own sin offering. He is to take a censer full of burning coals from the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of finely ground fragrant incense and take them behind the curtain. He is to put the incense on the fire before the Lord, and the smoke of the incense will conceal the atonement cover above the tablets of the covenant law so that he will not die. He is to take some of the bull's blood and, with his finger, sprinkle it on the front of the atonement cover. Then he shall sprinkle some of it with his finger seven times before the atonement cover. He shall then slaughter the goat for the sin offering for the people and take its blood behind the curtain and do with it as he did with the bull's blood. He shall sprinkle it on the atonement cover and in front of it. In this way, he will make atonement for the most holy place because of the uncleanness and rebellion of the Israelites, whatever their sins have been. And he's to do the same for the tent of meeting, which is among them in the midst of their uncleanness. No one is to be in the tent of meeting from the time Aaron goes in to make atonement in the most holy place until he comes out, having made atonement for himself, his household, and the whole community of Israel. Then he shall come out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it. He shall take some of the bull's blood and some of the goat's blood and put it on all the horns of the altar. He shall sprinkle some of the blood on it with his finger seven times to cleanse it and to consecrate it from the uncleanness of the Israelites. When Aaron had finished making atonement for the most holy place, the tent of meeting, and the altar, he shall bring forward the live goat. He is to lay both hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the wickedness and rebellion of the Israelites, all their sins, and put all of them on the goat's head. He shall send the goat away into the wilderness in the care of someone appointed for the task. The goat will carry on itself all of their sins to a remote place, and the man shall release it in the wilderness. Then Aaron is to go into the tent of meeting and take off the linen garments he put on before he entered the most holy place, and he is to leave them there. He shall bathe himself with water in the sanctuary area and put on his regular garments. Then he shall come out and sacrifice the burnt offering for himself and the burnt offering for the people to make atonement for himself and for the people. He shall also burn the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The man who releases the goat as a scapegoat must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water afterwards so that he may come into the camp. The bull and the goat for the sin offerings, whose blood was brought into the most holy place to make atonement, must be taken outside of the camp. Their hides, flesh, and intestines are to be burned up. The man who burns them must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. Afterward, he may come into the camp. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you. On the tenth day of the seventh month, you must deny yourselves and not do any work, whether native-born or a foreigner residing among you, because on this day atonement will be made for you to cleanse you. Then, before the Lord, you will be clean from all of your sins. It is a Sabbath rest, and you must deny yourselves. It is a lasting ordinance. The priest who is anointed and ordained to succeed his father as high priest— is to make atonement. He is to put on the sacred linen garments and make atonement for the most holy place, for the tent of meeting, and for the altar, and for the priests and all the members of the community. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you. Atonement is to be made once a year for all the sins of the Israelites, and it was done as the Lord had commanded Moses." Well, as you've probably noticed, this chapter is all about the procedures for the Day of Atonement. And so it lays down all of the particulars for how the priest, the high priest, is to operate. And uh, it goes through the procedure. And it mentions two goats, one as a scapegoat. Certain versions will have, instead of the word scapegoat, they'll have the word Azazel. And uh, apparently, this word Azazel actually appears in the Hebrew text, and uh, it's usually translated as scapegoat, but they don't honestly know how to translate that word, so I'll come to that in a minute. But verse one, the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron who died when they approached the Lord. So this happened immediately after the episode with uh, Nadab and Abihu being consumed by the fire of God coming out from the holy place. Um, after they offered strange fire. So this is the regulations for the Day of Atonement, interestingly, were given immediately after chapter 10. And so the the priestly regulations are laid down. The Lord said to Moses, tell your brother Aaron that he's not to come whenever he wants to into the most holy place. That's the Holy of Holies uh, behind the curtain in front of the atonement cover or else he'll die. For I will appear in the cloud over the atonement cover. And this is how Aaron is to enter the most holy place. And he gives the procedure and so forth. And so entering into the most holy place or the holy of holies was only allowed for the high priest one day a year on this day of atonement. And this is the procedure for that. And then um, in verse seven, the high priest is to take two goats and present them before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He's to cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other for the scapegoat. And as I mentioned, uh, the word scapegoat there is Azazel. So uh, one for the Lord, one for Yahweh, and one for Azazel. Verse 9, Aaron shall bring the goat whose lot falls to the Lord and sacrifice it for a sin offering. But the goat chosen by Lot as the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord and and to be used for making atonement by sending it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Now, the two goats made up one sin offering. This is the procedure. I'm not reading the text now. The two goats made up one sin offering. The high priest cast lots on the two goats. Uh, One of them was taken to be sacrificed, and the other one was released alive into the wilderness. And so the two goats were distinguished from one another. The first one, had a scarlet cloth tied around its neck, and the second one had a scarlet cloth tied around its horn. And so in the future, once the temple was built, there was also a scarlet cloth tied around to the door handle at the entrance to the temple. And Jewish writings hold that the scarlet cloth or the scarlet thread would turn white once atonement had been made by these goats. And so the one was taken as sacrificed and the other was was released outside of the camp. I'll come to those verses in a minute. But the priest was to take a censer full of burning coals from the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of finely ground incense and take them behind the curtain. He's to put the incense on the fire before the Lord and the smoke of the incense will conceal the atonement cover so that he won't die. Now, this procedure was once a year. They would take the altar of incense behind the veil. Interestingly, um, Hebrews chapter nine, that deals with the day of atonement and Jesus being our atonement, fulfilling it, talks about the incense altar being behind the veil. It was for this one episode, and it was so the smoke would appear and cover the atonement cover and cover the tablets of the law and so forth, so that the the high priest wouldn't be able to look on them. Now. After all of this, um, when Aaron was finished making atonement and so forth, in verse 21 it says, He's to lay both hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all of the wickedness and rebellion of the Israelites, all of their sins, and he's to put them on the goat's head. He shall send the goat away in the wilderness, as in the care of someone appointed for the task. The goat will carry on itself all of their sins to a remote place um, and the man shall release it in the wilderness now obviously to us this represents jesus jesus took all the sins on himself he became the the scapegoat the sacrifice the substitutionary sacrifice for us and so this live goat carrying the sins away into the wilderness is representative to christians of jesus and it happened on this annual day of atonement of course jesus made atonement for all of us once and for all And so the procedure was the live goat carried all the the sins out to a remote place, and some guy was to lead it out into the wilderness. In Judaism, they realized early on that sometimes the goat would come back into the camp. And of course, they didn't want the symbolism of the sins returning. So the guy taking the goat out into the wilderness would cast it off a cliff somewhere so the goat couldn't come back. And um, it's a little extra biblical, but they didn't want a, a boomerang effect with their sins coming back on the goat. And so this became part of the procedure that the, uh, the trusted guy, rather than releasing it in the wilderness, would lead it to its doom in the wilderness, carrying the sins with it. And verse 29 says, this is to be a lasting ordinance for you. On the 10th day of the seventh month, and this sets the date the annual Day of Atonement, and it says you must deny yourselves. Now, this deny yourselves is fast. You fast, you do not feast on the Day of Atonement. And so this is when atonement is made to cleanse the people of Israel. Uh, Then before the Lord, they will be clean for another year. It's a Sabbath day, and um, uh, they fast for the Sabbath day, and it's a lasting ordinance. And so, Lord, we thank you that in type and shadow, atonement was made for the people of Israel with this scapegoat and the scarlet cloth that was tied around the uh, the neck of one goat and the horn of the other. Lord, um, one living goat, one dead. Interestingly, Jesus, though crucified and dead, was yet alive, and so in some respects, Uh, These goats represent the fulfillment as found in Jesus. Lord, we recognize the type in the shadow. And we pray, Lord, that you would open the eyes of all Israel to see Jesus in the context of this scapegoat as well. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. And always...